Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. Now, if you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? I'll tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. Welcome to Real Black Contents Forum Podcast. This is Big BJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about some history. We're going to have a conversation about some numbers, right? Because we're going to talk about the Atlantic slave trade. And in doing so, I want to produce a source in which our brother, who is now an ancestor, because of course we all know he made his transition. But W.B. Du Bois, right? Um, He gave some numbers about how many people that was involved in the transatlantic slave trade so we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation about it and um we're gonna challenge some thought we're gonna examine some things that we were taught and what we were told and we're gonna challenge thought just a little bit just having a conversation fun joyous talking about history right because it's a beautiful thing we're just talking about history right um, if you go back to the archives, you would see that we had a conversation in the past and we were talking about how a- Alex Haley, excuse me, Alex Haley, um, swagger jacked a lot of the information that he got concerning the slave trade that we thought it was his story roots, right? From a small hat, small hat made a book called the African and Alex Haley swagger jacked over, they say, 80-something accounts, right? So we're thinking, we have always kind of taught that, you know, our people came from Africa in the hole of a ship, and we got to the Americas, and that's how we got here. Before that, there were no black folks here, right? Then we learned, you know, things was, uh, <laughs> we later learned things was a little different. But during that movie, though, Every black American kind of took that story as their own. So during that movie, um, we talked about a statement that W.E.B. Du Bois made. And W.E.B. Du Bois said that there was 100 million souls. There was 100 million Africans that was involved in the transatlantic slave trade. And then there was a lot of people that made comments about that. So we're going to produce the source. That's number one. But then we're going to shoot the bobo. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about history. And we're going to go over what we was taught about this slave trade. But before we do so, uh, I got the source up on the screen. If you can't see it, it's cool. I'm going to get a title. And then also I'm going to put it like I'm going to put it in the link. How about that? Because we're just going to have some fun with history. The name of the book is called Dark Water. Voices from Within the Veil, W.E.B. Du Bois, right? All right, so with that, we're going to go right to the page where the statement is made. It's page 33. You know what I mean? And um, I'm going to read it. And let me see. Right where you see it says, The present problem of problems is nothing more than democracy beating itself helplessly, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go underneath that one. 
to the paragraph that says, The indictment of Africa against Europe is grave. For 400 years, white Europe was the chief support of that trade in human beings, which first and last robbed black Africa of 800 million human beings, transformed the face of her social life, overthrew organized government, distorted ancient industry, and snuffed out the lights of cultural development. But let's back up a little bit because this is what we want right here. Over a 400 year period, the devil robbed black Africa of 800 million human beings. That was introduced into our village by W.E.B. Du Bois. Now, let's have a conversation about that. Can we challenge it a little bit? Would it hurt if we challenge one of our own? Or how do we do that? Can you fathom what 800 million people just think about that over a 400 year period a hundred million souls was involved in the slave trade so there's a lot of things we got to dispel and then there's some questions that we have to ask ourselves out loud because what we was always kind of taught about the slave trade is this right it was uh being captured in war by neighboring african kingdoms right and um that was important and then it was also taught that being cat, I mean, was it the kidnapping of them too? Well, yeah, I guess I could say that. So it was also said like criminals was kidnapped from neighboring villages and then they were sold. So, okay, that's the first two they give us. They give us, all right, this tribe was capturing this tribe and selling them to the Europeans. And then this tribe was capturing other criminals from other villages and selling them. And then it was the whole chief thing. It was African chiefs selling this and selling that. All right. So we got all this selling going on. We're taught this now. Now, the most important part about this lesson is that Africans is not teaching us this. See, that's the part that we kind of we that we leave that part out. There's nobody from Ghana, Nigeria. I want to say Liberia, but I can't because Liberia is just our people for real. That belongs to us. So we'll skip that. Congo, Angola, Senegal. There are no nobody from these West African nations that's coming to the Americas holding court in the inner cities, teaching black folks that they really come from Africa and it was a product of kidnapping. They never taught us that. In fact, those folks haven't built one school. <laughs> In the Americas, teaching black Americans their quote unquote real identity. It just never ha it's not going to happen. It never happened. It's just what it is. Nah, it's not gonna happen. You don't see one well, I don't know any. Somebody can enlighten me. You don't see no West African with a super super dope YouTube channel or super dope Google Podcast, Spotify Podcast. Teaching black Americans their true identity. What you do see is black Americans creating super dope channels telling you that you're African. That's kind of like how the play works. It's always a black American telling black folks in America that they're from Africa. I can guarantee you if we ran a race, you can find more black Americans. This Just think about the concept. You got to let this wrap around your mind. 
there are more black Americans teaching other black Americans that they are from Africa than you have Africans that's from the continent teaching you and I that we from there. Just don't happen. I don't know, beloved. Maybe all that is a different story for a different day. A hundred million souls, human beings, was involved in the transatlantic slave trade over a 400-year period, according to our brother, W.B. Du Bois, which is now, of course, our ancestor because he made his transition. So we just, you know, we're not criticizing our brother, but we're just going to criticize the work a little bit, right? Because we can separate the work from the man. If we did the quick math, just standing on our feet because these are some wrong numbers. So he says 100 million over a four century period over a 400 year period so that it roughly give us what like quarter of a million people a year on average came from west africa to the americas quarter of a million people every year so every month that's like twenty thousand plus people that's the quick math standing on your feet now all right, so let's just talk, just talk, talk, because, you know, <laughs> mom and them gave us good sense. And I always say, when you start having conversations about certain things, bro, you got to talk about the numbers, because the numbers make everything look and sound different, right? All right, let me throw some more factors in real quick, right? Because we know also... By the study of history that the steamboat was not invented until Robert Fulton put that together in 1807. So well, let's go with the 1807 date for the steamboat. We, we're not going to use John Fitch, 1775. Let's go 1807. And we also know that that voyage from West Africa to this territory that we call the United States is roughly 5,700 miles and change. It's always important to talk about numbers. We'll be talking business now, right? Let's talk numbers. And coming across this sailboat, gonna take you about eight to twelve weeks to maybe if it's pretty outside, but if it's hurricane season or it's winter, even longer. Why would we take or does it make maybe I should ask it this way? Right, because we're talking about logistics. Would you uproot? <laughs> well, I'm trying to figure out a good way to say it. Wait, let me see. All right, all right, all right. So let me say it this way. All right, let's say it this way. First off, you have to have a super duper sophisticated system of kidnapping and human trafficking to re to forcibly remove. A hundred million souls from one place to another over a 400 year period. You got to be like, the whole world got to be involved in it. Not just some like, you, come on man, can we just really just think about what somebody told us? Because this is the building block number. Later, he got a couple of more sources where he says, and we're going to point those sources out too. He says, well, he take the hundred million and he drop it down to 60 million. And then he said, but 10 million made it. The other souls did make it. But just the fact that he's saying a hundred million souls was involved 
even when he dropped the numbers, he didn't do it because our village gave him pushback. He just coming up with numbers because that's what we do. We love slick talking folks. Our village is filled with people that can talk slick. They got a spot on every corner and they can get money and get everything because they can just talk slick. And we just get so captivated by what somebody is saying. But when we start talking about numbers, we say, well, wait a minute. We can always come back and have a different conversation about numbers because numbers is going to always be numbers. Whether it's 100 years from now, 200 years from now, the numbers is numbers. We let a man come amongst us and say 100 million souls was involved. Who taught him that? Who taught him that? Where did he learn that from? Harvard? Where did he get that number from? Because we don't know no Africans coming over here to teach us that. We don't, I don't know. Do you do you know any? I don't know any. 100 million people? Oh, that's a big number, bro. 100 million? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. You know what, beloved? If I really told the whole truth, I say, you know what? Black folks in the wilderness of North America in the territory that we call the United States, they are more easily trained than other blacks in the Americas. Because this is something I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to be real. The brothers from the island is not this slow. They know that some of us was already here. The brothers and sisters in South America, they're not that slow either. They know some of us is already here. So on Real Black Continents Forum Podcast, do we say um, the African slave trade never happened? Of course, we would never say that. We we say it, it happened. But these numbers, we know, no, that didn't happen. We know that many of us was already here. When we say that black folks was already here, does that mean that the red man wasn't here? In the, yeah, we teach that the red and the brown and the black was already here the newcomer is the devil we are taught that once colonization took full root in north central and south america when i when that devil brought other africans over he mixed everybody up that was black and looked the same because technically beloved the black african and the black american they are the same you're not doing anything special by giving us the DNA test. We are the same. The difference is, beloved, we were on the planet when all seven continents was just one. Before there were seven continents, beloved, there was just one. And black folks live on the top side of God's green earth. We don't know what happened. Something shift, something did something, and there was a split. I'll tell you this much, believe it or not. Our South African brother says a comet hit and that split the continents. And the sister, she explains it very dope. She's like, yo, a cop, but she got a whole thing. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. I'm, I'm not going to get into that. Something happened on planet Earth and the continents split. This is how we as black folks got stuck in South America and the islands in certain portions of North America. Were we here by ourselves? No. Brown folks was always here with us and red folks too. The only Johnny come lately is the devil. I don't know what is so difficult about understanding that. When the British came over and they did their whole 13 British colonies. If you look at the migration pattern of the British and just the British alone. 
they have always took with them two groups of people, Africans and East Indians. Only thing is, we got mixed in with everybody and was called African. Brown man escaped it. Red man escaped it. But we believed the devil more. So we thought when our Haitian brothers and our Jamaican brothers, and especially our brothers from Dominican Republic, goddamn, when you go to Central America, the islands in South America, and especially Brazil, they have always been saying, we are not African. We, the most trained Negroes on the planet, I would dare say, in the territory that we call the United States, we thought our brother from Puerto Rico was bugging. We thought our brother from, from Dominican Republic is, oh, y'all niggas just hate from, y'all from Africa. Y'all hate your African blood, brother. You hate all this. And we thinking these Haitians and these Brazilians is bugging. Then we learn later, it wasn't bugging. <laughs> they always knew we wasn't. They always knew this. Okay, we have Taino ancestry. Okay, 95% of people have some Taino ancestry according to you. How much Taino ancestry though? How much African ancestry that we have? And... Right, so we have mostly African ancestry. Why are you going so hard over the ancestry that we have the least? So I'm gonna explain to you why this whole argument is really problematic. I understand that your account has a specific agenda and as a Dominican, I get your sentiment and I haven't always agreed with everything that you've said because you do say some really dismissive things at times. But this is one of those things that really rubbed me the wrong way and I'm gonna explain why. First of all, looking at percentages is blood quantum, okay? So let's talk about blood quantum because this is something that you yourself are pushing with your rhetoric and you don't even know that you're doing it. And I get that you're trying to uplift our African side, but you are using colonial thinking to erase our native ancestry. So go ahead and pause and read. Blood quantum was created by white people, okay, by the United States government to measure the percentages of purity in our blood to basically tell Native Americans and their culture within their tribes who can and cannot be native based on blood quantum. So for example, if someone from one tribe falls in love with someone from the other tribe, their blood quantum goes down even if that other person is native because they will no longer be considered a high enough percentage for their own tribe. It is literally weighing their indigenous identity and culture based on percentages. And that is what you're pushing right now. Now that you understand what blood quantum is, let me remind you that the Caribbean islands are indigenous lands. They're part of the Americas. The Tainos are native to the Americas, which means us as descendants, we are native to the Americas. We are indigenous to the Americas. Indigenous means that you originate naturally from that place. Our first root where we originate from as Dominicans is indigenous. It's from Tainos. You literally cannot sit here on this app and try to negate our native ancestry with colonial thinking. You also forget that because 
Columbus came on indigenous lands and did what he did. Our ancestors have been through so much generational trauma in the islands that our grandparents are afraid to identify as indigenous because it was beaten out by the government. We rep our Taino ancestry because we are in part indigenous, because we come from and are born from indigenous lands, because our culture is still present in the islands. By saying that us claiming our indigenous side is a form of anti-blackness is pushing the erasure that Columbus tried to do. Nobody is saying nothing new. They have always known this. Man, it's a brother so cold. He break it down. He said they remember in his old tradition. You know what I'm saying? He from the islands. He's like, man, we remember when the African got here. The islanders. Is that it? Who are they carrying? And they're from South America, right? Or like the Guyanas. Yeah. The Guyanas. Well, who are they? I'm not sure. <laughs> you have to do your history, friend. Yeah. Where do you think the black people here come from? I don't, it's either, I, I'm not sure, it's either like slave, slave ship or they came from Africa, right? What do you think? We've never been Africa. Never. We've never been Africa. They, yeah, there's, they don't really say on We're not, we're Africa. not with the Africans. We are the Caribbean. Right. We are the Caribbean. Our, our, our ancestors are the Caribbean. We man this, we control this, we inhabited this. Yeah. The sea was named for us, the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. We are the Caribbean. The Africans came after, they came around the Cape Horn. <laughs> we are so stuck, because there's nothing worse, you know. I feel as though that black Americans in the United States is the most trained you know what I'm saying? Like, we're the most Europeanized. You know, listen, let me, let me tell you how fucked up black folks' mind is in the territory that we call the United States. We are the colonizer. We're him. Like, we're one with these people. We think like them. This is why the black man in America, in the United States, he could do business better than it because he's so he you think so much just like these folks you think just like them you you're them you know what i'm saying you just kind of like you like black on the outside <laughs> devil on the inside so when black americans go through business in africa they they don't they don't do nothing but colonize the africans like the white man would have did they just black and doing it it's so many of our people running from United States to go to Africa for quote unquote business opportunities and that business opportunity is nothing but black colonization it just it's the same thing that the European do but you're just going to do it with a black face you know spend your money on this you pay for cheap labor let them make the, it's the same old hustle I don't know beloved maybe all that is a different story for a different day let me go to another source because I don't want to get into that you know what I'm saying because you know our people like you know I say this, I'm gonna say this one a little bit and we go on. The biggest trick that this devil did is the term slave is a very interesting term. He was so smart, he made the term slave synonymous with African. So the way you look at things, you see old pictures, you know, old um subscribers posts or whatnot, and it'd be like runaway slave. 
and they say well the spanish came to this part of south america and then they say there were so many runaway slaves and then this is everything is a runaway slave runaway slave and he made that term slave synonymous with african so you think it, oh this is a runaway african then also you see slaveholder because of the majority you see slaveholder is synonymous with european now you make that so you'd say massa you think european slaveholder you think european when you begin to do a deep dive and study on research of the tax paperwork in this country and what they had everything that was documented it it throws you off because you are taught one thing but you literally you're reading something different so like i maybe in the future i do this because i like i pick a city like uh wilmington okay like charleston let's use charleston as a, a better example we're going to have a conversation one day but i'm going to show you some paperwork some tax code paperwork bullshit that in 1860 just in we're talking about south carolina in charleston the city of charleston alone there was 132 black slave owners all right it's going to be very difficult for black folks to process that kind of information You're like well wait a minute that's just one city how you get a hundred something because you got to remember everybody the slave game in the wilderness of north america was kind of like for rich people it's almost as if you can equate that to like a slave owner with somebody that like damn you know, I mean like owning a mercedes or a jaguar or some shit like that. like you just you had to have the paper up to do that so if i can go to one city and say all right damn 132 of the slave owners was black that throws you off like wait a minute because they taught you because you know 1860 this is right before the civil war and the emancipation proclamation so the quote unquote <laughs> the quote unquote black slaves are not free yet got a comment on the video i did about becca forest and it was regarding the black man in south carolina who was a slave owner well i had to research that sure enough in 1790 an april ellison was born to a slave woman and a white man by the name of William Ellison. Well, they didn't put him to work in his field. Instead, they sent him to a man who was a cotton gin maker as well as a blacksmith. There he learned to read, to write, and even cipher. Now, he was able to buy his own freedom because he let him keep some of his own money. And after that, he started his own cotton gin company, hired some free rights to help him out. He quickly realized, however, that he wasn't making as much money as his counterparts because they had free labor, and he didn't. So in 1820, he bought his first slave. And by 1860, not only did he have a cotton plantation, he also had his cotton gin factory, and he owned over 60 slaves himself. Can you imagine that? So when we touch on 1860, we know, all right, this is around the time of the Civil War, but the Civil War didn't happen yet. You know what I mean? There's no Emancipation Proclamation. You know what I'm saying? There's no um, Confiscation Act. So you're like, well, how did you get just in one little city in the deep south? I'm not going to show you. I mean, I can show you all around, but I'm like in the deep south. I'm like, damn, how did it? Because they taught, I get it. They taught it to you another way. And then the further you get deep, like Louisiana and Alabama, the number go up. You're like, man, how did these black folks become all these slave owners? Because the way they taught it to you, the way they taught it to us, it it's really i can't even get a devil no real because we just watch a movie and we run with it i can't just put it all on the devil it ain't like we just we we they give us a movie we just running around with the movie that's pretty much what happened everything everybody's putting their mind in the context of what 
Alex Haley taught him. But you know, when you scratch the surface though, you can put a lot on the devil because all these movies like Goodbye Uncle, Goodbye Uncle Time, right? Uh, which is some shit some Italians made and Amistad, you know, Small Hat put that together. Like a lot of these books and films, this Small Hats and Italians, it's just devils in general. They, they're they giving you your history. I don't know. Maybe all that is different straight for different day. Let me show you another source, right? Uh, let's go to Black Reconstruction in America, 1860 to 1880. Uh, this is some work by W.B. Du Bois. And we're going to touch on another position that he had about the numbers. So first he gave us the 100 million people was involved. 100 million souls involved, right? I believe he attempts to make it a little bit more clear. So we're going to go right to page four. Now let's do three. Slide number three. I'm trying to blow it up, man. I hope you guys can see it, right? Putting the mouse over it, you can see it. If, you, if, you, uh, if you're in podcast land, I'll read it. Don't worry about it. So it says, the last sentence, it says, there's no doubt of the presence of all these various elements in the mass of 10 million or more Negroes transported from Africa to various Americas from the 15th to the 19th century. So, boom, the number drops. All right. A hundred million was involved. Now, W.E.B. Du Bois saying 10 million made it or more. Damn. So, that's a big casualty rate, beloved. Let's do the logistics on that. Who's removing, who is forcibly removing 100 million people to only get 10 million at? That's 10%. Come on, man. Let's, come on. Let's be real about it. Come on, come on, come on. Put your thinking caps on. <laughs> that shit. Logistically, that doesn't make any sense. This is no diss about W.B. Du Bois as a person. We don't know him. We can criticize the work. We talk in numbers. We can we can challenge. It's okay to critique. You know what I mean? The work of our people. It's not a problem. It's cool to do it. 10 million or more Negroes transported from Africa to various Americas. Uh, do you see the amount of people, beloved, that's in Brazil today? You think, because there's like, <laughs> so do you know what I say about that? We just, they was always there. See, we do not, beloved, on this podcast, we do not separate Nigeria from Brazil. It's the same place. Hey, yo, so much so, check this out. We did this maybe like a few weeks back. We put an article up, right? And the devil had to admit, he had to tell the truth. He said that Florida was once connected to Northwest Africa. He just had to come up with the truth. He said it was one landmass. Then he, he said something interesting later on in the paragraph. He said the split took place over 250 million years ago. All right. Let's let's talk about that. Right. Because we're dealing with the devil. So he is trained to speak on half truth. You just got to figure out what truth is, the, what half is the truth. And it's pretty easy for us to do that. Because <laughs> look, instead of the devil saying, I do not know, he gives a number to say he doesn't know. So when you start reading something and you hear the devil say, 
25,000 years ago, 50,000 years ago, this, this happened. 100,000 years ago, this, this happened. That's the way of his saying, well, I don't know. And he just throwing a number out to say, I do not know. Black folks just say, I don't know. <laughs> we don't complicate it. Like, I don't know how it happened, but it happened. But this, this and that was going on while that was happening. That's the way the devil says, I don't know. They'll throw a big number out 100,000 years ago. Nobody on the planet was here that's currently living was here 100,000 years ago. But what we do know is that the oldest people group on planet Earth is us. Not trying to be funny. No, not trying to be no uh, big VJ. You doing some black racist shit. No, black folks is the oldest people group on the planet. And we do not have a birth record. So when all of these land masses was one, whenever they was one, we was on top side of all of them. When they split, we still was on the top side of all of them. And no, beloved, please stop coming on this platform, combating us with some shit that some devils told you. And a brother tell me one time, man, you know, when the land masses was one, you know, we wasn't here when the dinosaurs was here. <laughs> Nigga, ain't no such thing as dinosaurs. <laughs> I know the devil put it in his museum. And he said, look, this dinosaur, this one eat grass. And look, this one eat meat. And uh, But no, bro, there's no way that 30 to 35 foot animals and 40 foot animals. No, it just never happened. No, no, no. He's speaking in his native tongue at that point. The devil is lying. But look, check it out. Let's just look at it like this. Like, check it out. I always look at the dinosaur story like, I look at it like this. Like, don't you know, beloved, that tigers and leopards and lions and cheetahs, you know, as animals that eat meat, you know, they get famished at times. I name these animals because they, they know how to hide in the bushes and Hide in the high grass and they're fast, they're agile, they're quick. And they still go hungry for days on days on days on days. All right. Who is the 45 foot animal? <laughs> Who is he going <laughs> to? Who is he going to sneak up on and eat? <laughs> you can see him a mile of look. All the damn buffalo and the deer and Everybody, it, to him a mile away. <laughs> he ain't going to eat nothing. <laughs> but maybe that's a different story for a different day. Stop quoting what them devils tell you, bro. Sisters don't do it. But I say it again. When I say that we were already here in the Americas, I'm not saying we was here by ourselves. The red man was always with us. The brown man was always with us. And yes, they did have an African slave trade and our African brothers was got stuck and they came across the Atlantic. But to the tune of millions, no. So, you know, we say by estimate, I'm thinking more like um, maybe 15 years from now, I'm willing to bet that they're going to put that slave trade number down to maybe like a million or two. I mean, at the whole 400 years, they're going to say uh, two million was total was involved. He got he gonna eventually gonna have to come out in the truth and just tell the truth, right? Because uh, the way that this internet works, see, look, see, look. And I I go back to this earlier example. Man, I remember 
way back in the day where, you know, our brothers from the islands, they, they always said they was from the islands. You know, so the people on the islands, man, our brothers and sisters on the islands in South America, they have always said they lived there. Like, no, man, we always was here. You know what I'm saying? It was so bugged out, so much so that it's one brother, he kicking, he like, we can remember, you know, in their old tradition when the African got here. Like, well, we can remember. Like, but it's it's the train, Negro, from the territory that we call the United States. It was us that sent professors down there to teach them no Haitian, you really from Africa. To teach Jamaican, no, you really from Africa. To teach the Puerto Rican, no, you really from over here. To teach our brothers in the DR, no, you really from over here. Because the brothers from the DR, he's always like, nah, we ain't African. They're there slave. We black, but we not African. We thought they was just some self-hate niggas. They ain't, oh, y'all, y'all don't love Mother Africa. Y'all don't do this. Y'all don't do that. We we think they bugging out. So we send professors down there to re-educate them. And then they believe us. So then you get the Haitian. He tried to join the African Union now. And then what do the African Union tell them every time they apply? No. <laughs> they tell them No. They deny their shit all the time. They know you're not them. So I'd be like, yo, that's crazy. Because, you know, black Americans, it took us to go to Liberia to get our wake-up call. To figure out, oh, this is something. No, this is a different game they play. Like, you know, when we... we and I, and I, I say that too. I say that, I'd be like, yo, you can't have it both ways. You can't be in America. Look how silly you fucking look. You calling yourself an African in America. Then when you went to Africa, Liberia, you, you've been there 200 years. The African calls you the Amerigo. You can't even be, you, you don't call yourself, he calls you the Amerigo. Then he got them, got so jealous of you. He went in, had a civil war, tore up your land, tore up your shit, stole your shit. It's yours. They stole it. You bought it, paid for it. They came back. They stole it. They know you're not them. Think about that concept. When that civil war started popping off, they knew who to shoot. They knew you wasn't them. That whole we moving back to Africa pipe dream ain't going to never work. Because the minute our people go back in large numbers, tens of thousands. Come on, man. We got that sauce, man. You know the women going to be on us. You know what that is. You know what that's going to come on, man. Everything coming out of West Africa thick right now. Let's just come on. Let's keep it funky now. You got the sauce of the planet. You got that Michael Jackson on you. You showing up around the world. Motherfuckers passing out when they see you because that your soul is different. They got to keep the ambulance outside because you got that different kind of shit. You got that different kind of Chris Brown shit on you. You different. You a magnet everywhere you go on the planet. You falling out. They going you go to China. They building statues a goddamn Stefan Marbury and he ain't even one of our greatest you know what I'm talking about basketball talents and they building statues of him that'll just let you know the glow different bro you're a black American you different come on man you go over there with that come on sis you go over there and you know you 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 think she your African sister but you go over there with that sauce and all the goddamn Mubutu's looking at you and they gonna wanna come on let's be real you know jealousy is a real thing bro Many of our people had to go to Liberia to figure that out. Yeah, we're going to eventually one day get it back. I'm going to speak that into existence. But yeah, we got, it's what it is. That jealousy is real. All skin folks and kin folks. But you calling yourself African and you went over there and you've been there 200 years and they still don't recognize you as an African. They call you the America. I don't know, beloved. Maybe all that is a different story for a different day. But you know, 
the quote unquote black scholars went down there to our Jamaican brothers and say, what? Y'all really from Africa? We really from Africa. So they they bought into the whole Rasta thing. The whole Holly Selassie thing. They, they bought into it. All right. What happened when they went over there? Beefing, shoot, stabbing, killing each other, warring over there. You're not like them. <laughs> You're not like them. You're not like them. That whole roster shit, it shit got different when you went over there. You, you, you playing a brother here. No, there's not no brother. No, you're different. I know what the devil taught you. Well, you know what? The devil, we can't even put that on him. We went down there and taught you that shit. Y'all already knew better. I'm going to give them their credit. Credit is due. The Haitians knew better. Originally, DR knew better. Everybody in the Dominican Republic knew. No, we not African. We went down there and, and got them switched them up. When they came to New York, when, when those island brothers and sisters came from St. Vincent, right? St. Vincent, Puerto Rico, DR, Haiti, Jamaica. When they came to New York, we twisted them up. We twisted them up. They they got something different from us. Nah, nah, nah. We come from over, goddamn. We got down at the bottom of a boat. WB say 100 million souls was involved. 100 million souls. 10 million made it. Think of that as a horrible logistic plan. Who came up with it? You believed it. We go with it. Let's go to the last source, beloved. Because we can talk about history all day. Let's go to the last source. Because we shooting Bobo and we just, we challenge the thought. The last source I want to provide is the gift of black folk. The Negroes in the Making of America by WB Du Bois. And uh, these links I'm going to put it in the description bar, right? You want to check them out in its entirety. Let's go to page. Uh, let's do 147. Uh, we're going to go right where it says the captive themselves fought to the last ditch. Let's do that. It is estimated that every single slave. Hold on. It is estimated. Who did the estimation? Did you do it? Did I do it? Who doing it? All these estimates. Who coming up with these estimates? How many did you? How many uh, did your Nigerian professor give you, or from the Congo? What kind of estimates they got? They don't really talk about that much. Dig that. Ain't that interesting? Angola. What are they estimates from over there? How many ancestors are they saying that they lost to the Americans? They don't have a number. There's no African scholar running around in the Americas telling black folks that they come from Africa. It doesn't exist. It don't exist. They haven't built you one school. You don't have one school in the Americas that Africans pay for and funded teaching you that you are the real Ashanti, the real Igbo and all of that. It doesn't exist. I'll continue though. It is an estimated that every single slave finally landed upon a slave ship meant five corpses either left behind in Africa or lost through rebellion, suicide, sickness, and murder on the high seas. This, which is so often looked upon as passive calamity, was one of the most terrible and vindictive and unceasing struggles against misfortune that a group of human beings ever put forth. Here's the kicker. It cost Negro Africa perhaps 60 million souls to land 10 million slaves in America. 
you see how that just happened from the same man? He giving his breakdown on how many African souls, Negro African souls, was involved in the slave trade. First, the total number was 100 million was involved. And then after 100 million, 10 million made it. He changes his tune a little bit. New information, I suppose, right? All right. 60 million Africans was involved to get 10. That's interesting, beloved, don't you think? I think that's interesting, beloved. Let's stop there. I think you. I think you. I think you can take it from there. <laughs> I think you can take it from there, beloved. I think you can see where we're going, and you can take it from there. But you know what? When you think for yourself, it ain't gonna hurt nothing. When you think for yourself, it ain't gonna hurt nothing. It's alright to listen and do some reading and all of that. But when you think for yourself, beloved, it ain't gonna hurt nothing. The sources is there. You can go with it. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, beloved. This is indeed Real Black Content Form Podcast. Your brother VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.